Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Hey, Tierney, it is so great to have you on This Can't Be That Hard. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Oh, good. Well, I feel like we should win some sort of award for the show with the most interesting names today. I support that. We are... (laughs) We would give anyone a run for their money if they were just reading our names, but I am very excited to chat with you today. I feel like when you've sent me your mini mentoring, like your description of what you wanted to talk about, I was like, oh yes, this is going to resonate with a lot of people. So let me go ahead and get the timer started. And then I'm just going to let you jump in, tell us who you are, where you are, and a little bit more about what you're looking to chat about. Sound good? Yep. All right, ready, set, go. So I'm Tierney Sally. I've grown up, been in the Midwest my whole life. I live in Indianapolis, and I've been doing the photography thing since 2012 when I graduated from college. I've never done it completely full-time because I like to have my hands dipped into a lot of pots. Mm -hmm. However, at the same time, I think sometimes that feels like it's held me back a little bit because I haven't been able to dedicate the full-time mindset to just my photography. Yep. It's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Is my business struggling because I haven't been able to dedicate all that time to it? Or can I like not survive as a business because I also need other things to do? So that's where I'm at right now. I'm trying to figure out how to just dive head first this year and make it work one way or another because Mm -hmm. I love photography. I cannot imagine doing anything else but it's just not been something that has come easily for me besides mm-hmm. the actual art of it. I've tried lots of social media efforts. I've tried different website subscriptions where you're paying to get your name out there. I've tried like word of mouth has always been the absolute best, but that seems to not be consistent enough because mm-hmm. people. So I would just love some help figuring out like any advice that I can take into this year and Yeah. Whatever I can to make it work even better. So talk to me a little bit more about the, the things specifically that are, are keeping you from being able to go full-time. Is it that, and it could be, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's a combination, but is it more that you don't have enough clients or is it that you are, your like your sales average is low with the clients you have, or is it like, talk to me about that. Definitely a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I think I've been able to have, I'm trying to think like on average, how many clients I have per year, Mm because I do both weddings and families. So Mm -hmm. it's a mix of both, but I feel like I don't have new clients coming in consistently enough where Mm -hmm. I am making enough money to be able to go Mm full-time or consider myself full-time. Does that answer your question? It does. Do you feel like your per client price point is where it would need to be if you were to fill your roster. Got it. I think weddings for sure. Okay. I've been slowly increasing my amount for family photography, but because I have a lot of return customers, they keep expecting return prices. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been struggling with like increasing those for people that I want to keep coming back to me and not to return to somebody else who's cheaper. 
Right. Do you, is your, is your other job full-time, part-time, like how many hours a week are you working outside of photography? So I do a couple different things. I nanny one to two days a week and Mm -hmm. then I freelance with other photographers. So I'll assist like maybe three or four times a month. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, they're both part-time, but Mm -hmm. it depends on the week, how often and consistent they're. And I like that they're also both flexible and kind of a little bit having to do with what you want to do. Cause I mean, even nannying, you know, there's some networking opportunities there and things like that. Okay. So it is a multi-part issue and I am just going to take you back to when I was trying to make this leap myself. Now I didn't spend eight years straddling the fence. Like it sounds like you have, and that's hard because I think what happens is you get yourself into a mindset of like, it's almost like you've trapped yourself and you're like, well, but it's what exactly what you said, which is that chicken and egg, you know, if I leap, leap and the net doesn't appear, (laughs) then I'm, you know, then I'm screwed, but also you can't really expect a net to appear if you don't make the the leap. So the thing that was really, and it's funny because I really hadn't thought about this in a long time, but I felt, even though it was a short period of time, I felt pretty trapped. Same story. I was like, I don't know. I have like three clients a month. How in the world am I going to replace my salary as a nurse if I, you know, just quit? And what if nobody shows up? And I had taken a business course and set my prices accordingly. And I, at that point, was priced even higher than I am now. And I was like, there's no way anybody's going to hire me. And I'm new. I had like lots of limiting beliefs happening, but you know, it's all fair and good to talk about limiting beliefs, but then you're like, yeah, except I have literal bills that need to get paid. So (laughs) if I just call up and I'm like, well, I decided to get rid of that limiting belief. So I can't pay you. Like people don't take that very well. Yeah. So I totally get where you are. What was kind of this turning point for me was a friend of mine was in the process of studying to become a life coach or it was called something else, but she was in a program and in their program, they had to do a certain number of like practice hours, like, you know, a massage therapist has to do a certain number of hours and a regular therapist does. So, so did she, and she didn't want to help me because she's my friend and it was like conflict of interest or whatever. But she was like, if you would like somebody to talk to about this, you could get this help for free because I have a whole bunch of people in my, in my program who need hours. So I ended up getting partnered with this woman who was studying to become a life-ish coach, whatever it was. And, and she talked me through a whole bunch of stuff, but really like any good therapist, what ended up happening was she wasn't telling me what to do. She was helping me she was kind of giving me permission to just put, draw a line in the sand. And so working with her, what I did was I like more or less tendered my resignation at the hospital. I put a date on the calendar and I was like, this is it. This is where, this is my last day at work. And then I just got to work and hustled really, really hard and was able to kind of make up the difference. And, you know, I don't, again, I don't want to say like, fly little bird and like (laughs) have you, you know, end up in a situation that's not tenable. Obviously you're going to have to look at your numbers and things like that. But if you're, there is a balance point where when you have a job and your focus is in a bunch of different places, 
you're never really going to, I shouldn't say never. It's a, it's a rare person and a rare photographer who's like so inundated with work at lastable price point, a sustainable price point that they are like, well, of course I have to quit my job. Most of us have to make that call at some point. And it's kind of like putting the date on your calendar is like step one. So I would, I would look at your situation and try and be neutral, like not have it tie up in a bunch of self-judgment or anything like that. And just be like, is this a thing, you know, should I put this date on my calendar for March or September or, you know, January of 2022? Like, I don't know what the answer is, but even if it's a year from now, I think if you put that date on the books and just like have it in your head, that's actually going to help guide your actions in a way that will get you there. And then more practically speaking, I think that I, you know, these are, it's hard. And I, I do spend a fair amount of time with these many, mini mentoring sessions, talking to people about getting more work, but it, as, as much as marketing is about like getting out there, talking to people, meeting people, telling them that you're a photographer, interacting with other businesses and trying to like network in that way, all those kinds of things. I also think that there is a big piece of it that is like, when, and, and there are so many things that you can do. And as I have said many times, it's like pick a few with, with a long range goal and stick with them. Like consistency is everything in this business. So like, you know, if it's newsletters, do that and do it consistently. And then like work, work, work to get people into your email atmosphere. If it's that you're co-marketing with another business, don't do it once and then walk away, do it once, then do it again, then do it again with another business that's sort of like co, you know, that collaborates with that first one, like build your network in whatever form works best for you. I'm going to say again, I think that social media is great. It's free. It's whatever, but it is like the very top of the funnel. It's not where you go to like create really lasting relationships. Most of the time, it's like a good place to meet somebody and then you have to take the conversation elsewhere. So, so not to say, don't do it just to like, don't rely too much. Don't be like, that's my marketing strategy is social media. And then, and so, you know, pick whatever it is that you are doing, but be really specific about what it is that you are looking to do. And my best recommendation is to get people on the phone. So, you know, as you are building these relationships, you don't need a million inquiries to fill your books. You need a high conversion rate and getting on the phone is going to be the best way to get that conversion. Do you, can you tell me a little bit more about the balance between weddings and families that you currently have and what you'd like to have? Yeah, currently I tend to have more families per year than I do weddings just because that's how it works out there. Mm -hmm. Shorter, and shorter. <laughs> yeah. um, but I would like for it to be like numbers wise, maybe 10 weddings a year and 20 families per year would be ideal. Currently, it's more like maybe 10 or 15 families a year and three weddings per year. Okay. Um, so uh, weddings is a whole different thing. And weddings is also something that I feel like the marketing strategies are a little bit different. 
the good news, I think, right now is that I feel like we are having kind of a national, probably international reset on the wedding industry. Yeah. So I would encourage you to really think through your ideal client and your ideal type of wedding. And then I would work on the wedding side of things. I feel like the best marketing strategies really have to do with networking with like-minded planners and venues. Like those two seem to be the, you know, when people are getting ready to get married, they usually, when I used to photograph more weddings, I would talk to couples about like, first you, you know, you pick a date (laughs) and then you're going to pick a venue and then it needs to be a photographer. Like that's kind of the order. And then from there, all the other pieces can kind of fill in after the fact, but because you as the wedding photographer are usually going to be hired on the front end of the planning, those are the other vendors that you want to network most with are the art planners and, and venues. So, so I would, I would work on your networking for sure when it comes to weddings. And, you know, the beautiful thing about doing weddings and families is that they often will flow into each other, even if you're not getting couples, you know, it's all location-based, whether you've got couples who get married and then have kids right away versus, you know, four or five years later, they have kids, but people who are getting married usually have guests at their weddings, bridesmaids, all that sort of stuff who are in the young family stage of life. So like you want to be talking about that. You want to make sure that those things are coexist visually on your on your website and things like that, because, you know, that will, that will help to connect those two branches of your business for sure. Okay. I'm probably getting close to time. So tell me what other questions you have, or if this gives you anything new to think about. Yeah, this is super helpful. And I think working on consistency is something that I get really motivated about for like a month or two months. And then there's a big mishap or something, and then it dies down. So keeping up with that is huge. And something that I'll definitely work on. I can't think of any current questions. Well, that, and, you know, I think that the beginning of the year is such an amazing time to work on like, okay, great consistency. This is my, this is my goal for this year. And you, whatever kind of planning tool or calendar or whatever, like make assignments for yourself and be like every Monday at 8am, I sit down And I map out my social media for the week. I write my email for the week, you know, whatever the case may be, I'm going to call three businesses this month and, you know, and propose this idea to them or whatever the case is. I'm going to invite three wedding or wedding um, venue owners out to lunch. All of that is a little trickier these days, obviously, (laughs) but there are ways to do it. And I think that, you know, like, Hey, I'd love to, I'd love to just have coffee over zoom to chat ideas. People are dying for conversations <laughs> these days. So. Definitely true. Yeah. And, you know, think outside the box, be creative, try and be come at it with like a fresh perspective and, and people sense that energy and they want, they want that energy infused into them and their businesses as well. Sorry. So, you know, I think that that goes a long way just toward making a good impression and, and getting people being remembered by those people when the, when the time is right. So awesome. Well, it's super nice to meet you. I hope that, I hope it all goes well. I'm just out of curiosity. 
when I was saying put a date on the calendar, do you, is something jumping to mind? Do you have a date? I can imagine 2022 just because the kids that I nanny for are delightful and leaving them before they are ready to go to school or anything yeah. like that would be hard on me emotionally <laughs> and on them, I would like to think. So I think phasing that out in a like slightly slower range yeah. would be a little easier. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. All I would say is don't undersell yourself. I, I just posted a quote on Instagram the other day about, or no, maybe it wasn't that I posted on Instagram. A quote came up in my mind again recently. That is uh, what you need for, to, for motivation or to get something done is a goal and not enough time or something, not quite enough time. And it's like that motivation to, to get it done, but under pressure. Exactly. Exactly. Just a little bit of pressure is good. Well, good luck with all of it. It was lovely talking to you and keep me posted. I'd love to hear how it all goes. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This was delightful. That's it for this week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.